Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to a very hot and sticky Lucy's Week in Ambridge. This week was brought to you by Avoidant Behaviours. Fallon trying to avoid Natasha, Alice trying to avoid Brian, Emma trying to avoid Jimus, Alice trying to avoid Chris, Chris trying to avoid reality and Adam hoping people would stop avoiding him and actually try and find him. We began it with Adam, AWOL. Where is he? grumbled Brian. I kept the farm going through the whole Rory thing. The whole time Jenny Darling was looking after him, settling him in. I never missed a day's work. I was there for every meal time with my plate out, asking for my sauce with my steak. What a role model I am. He eventually found Adam, who had cleverly backed over himself with his own Land Rover, or doing a rural Brian Harvey, as we experts like to call it. When he found Adam lying down complaining, it took Brian half an hour to realise that there was something genuinely wrong and it wasn't just Adam in his default setting. We then had to endure the fallout from the meeting about the flower and produce show with Fallon and Emma. Jimus had apparently caused a ruckus. Emma and Fallon appeared to have very similar ideas about what form it should take, but nonetheless squabbled massively about whose idea was best. But the main thing was it was actually a real-life conversation between two people, admittedly with slightly unnaturally long pauses. But hoorah! Two people were talking to each other, but none of them seemed to be wearing masks. But hooray anyway! Emma was anxious that she wouldn't be able to deal with Fallon's muffins, but Fallon said not to worry, she'd soon be giving her a big sack to put them all in. Bridge Farm gave the tea shop a rent reduction, and then for no apparent reason apart from total cowardice on Helen's part, no cashier waded in as a business expert in order to break the bad news to Fallon that the cafe was tanking. A business expert? A business what now? She's built a career from digging holes and is up to her Gucci hot pants in debt. She allegedly once won an award for being good at businessing, but we've only got her word for that and she appears to be completely delusional. It was probably her bronze badge for life-saving. However, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king and at Bridge Farm, anyone who wears eyeliner is seen as sophisticated, cosmopolitan and efficient. So here we are. Nakasha is Alan Sugar. So she told Fallon to ditch the tat, lower the umbrella and run it up the flagpole and Fallon told Nakasha to shove her flagpole up her bum. Fallon was already furious as Harrisman had found the winning scratch card that Johnny had lost and Daisy had found, and he was going to give it back to... to who? A toddler picked up a bit of rubbish and gave it to him. How in the world is he going to find out where it came from? I have to say, though, when my children were toddlers, they mostly gave me wood lice, bits of damp biscuit, and on one memorable occasion, a mummified fox corpse to hold. Never anything as useful as a winning scratch card. We spent a rather groggy morning in bed with Alice, who'd just woken up with a mouth like the bottom of the silage clamp, despite claiming to Chris, the world's least observant man, that she'd only been drinking tonic water the night before. 
If you weren't going to drink, why would you not just have a nice cup of tea? Tonic water is disgusting. It's one of those things that you think is going to taste of something and then it just sort of tastes empty and makes you feel sad. Anyway, she has made a drinking den in the shed and Chris, the world's least observant man, presumably just thinks she's tinkering with the lawnmower when she emerges hiccuping with cobwebs in her hair and smelling like a bottle bank on the day after a hot bank holiday. He decided to cook her a lovely meal and literally spent 10 minutes figuring out what he needed to put the sweet peas in was a vase. What had he been considering before? A casserole dish? Laundry basket? God knows. Also, Alish is drinking so noisily, I'm amazed that not only can Chris not hear her, but commuters at Hollandton Junction can't either. Alish got a bit petulant, demanded to be allowed to go on holiday, refused to help at the crisis-stricken home farm, and claimed to be under the impression that she was being hunted down by her father. He's not hunting you down. He actually just wants you to do something, you spoiled irritant. Anyway, once she realised she couldn't get into the shed anymore because of the bottles, she changed her mind and decided working in the eco-office instead was a good idea. So when Adam returns, he'll find Grey Goose lapping at the filing cabinets and Alish sending photocopies of her nipples to everyone on the Borchester land mailing list. It was just a bit of fun, Adam. Good. Brian sat at home congratulating himself on his brilliant idea of getting Alice to replace Adam and said it had given her her mojo back. She misunderstood, thought he'd said mojito and went off to get a bucket. Emma gave us a blow-by-blow account of how difficult it is to do live streaming and mixed channels just in case any of us were getting bullshit about the fact that they still haven't worked out how to have a chat from different places yet. I don't think I had appreciated, actually, until Emma said how difficult it must be to film live runner beans. Now, Emma is a Grundy, or in fact, she's a Grundy Grundy, as she's been through two of them, and she has now succumbed to the Grundy timing virus of saying, I've never been happier, and life immediately falling to bits. But still, in the words of Emma herself, get on with the flapjacks and believe in yourself. And if she hasn't posted that on a picture of a sunset on Instagram with the hashtag inspo, I will eat my foot, or at least some Bridge Farm Tea Room quiche. The end. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.